Well, good morning, Cam. Good morning, Mitch. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Uh, it's a Friday morning this morning. I've got I've got plans this weekend, so we got I got to record a little bit early. So this is fun. Yeah, change a change of pace, change of scenery for one of us. Yeah, you got a new office. It's Indeed. a it's a lovely electrical box behind you. It it is um quite possibly the largest circuit breaker box I've ever seen. It is. <laughs> I'm gonna move my giant head and let you look at how big it is. Oh wow! Yeah, your head is big. <laughs> it's called perspective, Mitch. But yes, my my head is large, but my head is not four feet tall. That okay? is a big electrical box. There, there's a couple of pictures I have of me and my daughter, where like my head is like the size of her torso in the picture, and I feel like one of those <laughs> Easter Island statues, you know? <laughs> or like, did you ever watch Legends of the Hidden Temple on Nickelodeon? I mean, no, no, you might have been too old for that. Yeah, um, you know what it is. No, I actually, I don't, I maybe have heard of it, So it oddly, was just, but I don't, I couldn't play. it. was it. this game show for like teenagers and they're like, you start out with like six teams and then as the games go on, you lose teams, but it's set in this old like Mayan, Aztec, like, like Central American ancient, but like culturally agnostic, you know, sort of, um, uh, setting mm-hmm. and there was the host. And then um, there was Olmec, who was this giant stone head that oh, would talk no, and was kind it's of starting to ring a bell now. And so, long story short, at college, one of the events that we put on was called My Generation Night, and it was uh, musical acts from our school that would get together and we would perform, and it was you know songs from uh, the birth year of the freshman and forward. And one year, our theme was Nickelodeon. And so, mm-hmm. you know, people dressed up like different Nickelodeon characters. And one of the one of the video bits in between the acts was people on campus that looked like Nickelodeon characters. And so there was a professor that looked like Mr. Dink from Doug. And, you know, and then they put a picture of Olmec up, this giant square stone faced figure. And then my picture next. to <laughs> <laughs> Now, they did it with my permission because yeah. I was on I was on the the count the the council that put the show together um but you know uh i come by my large head honestly i'll just say that we love you cam and your big head yeah when i go bald it's gonna be bad because it's very i'm gonna look like a white spongebob that's what's gonna happen <laughs> walk around like yeah <laughs> anyways so that's uh, how i am <laughs> good stuff all right no, I'm I'm doing well. We got the conference this weekend at the church, and uh, it's a biblical counseling conference. Um, so I'm super jazzed for that because uh, it's right in my wheelhouse. So should Indeed. be should be good. The actually one of the guys. There's two guys coming to speak at this conference. One of them is going to be my instructor for the biblical counseling course, and the other one oh, is. Cool. The other one is the author of one of the books that we're going to be reading. Uh, and I think we'll probably read a series of his books on biblical counseling. So um, very, very neat uh, opportunity for us to. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, look at this and, you know, what is biblical counseling? Why is it? Why is it important? Um, there's a whole section of the, uh, the first uh, module of our schooling that is about why psychology isn't the answer 
Um, so it uh, it's going to be cool. I'm going to enjoy it. Oh, well, good. Point. Yeah. And perhaps uh, when I have the opportunity to talk about it on the show, we'll, we can discuss some things on the show about the why biblical counseling over psychology and different things like that. So very good. Yeah. I will just say the flesh cannot be per- perfected by the flesh. I thought you said the flesh and I was like, well, that's a term I'm not familiar with. Yeah, the flesh. <laughs> no, the flesh cannot be prote- perfected by the flesh. Cause you can't protect or you can't perfect something that's corrupt with something that's corrupt. So anyway, um, Let's uh, let's talk about some updates about our the betas that we've been running. Um, we did get an update last week, um, so we've actually I think we've had we're getting into a weekly upgrade cycle now uh, on the betas on both the iPhone, the iPad, and and I have the watch. Um, did you say you're running Monterey on anything? No. Okay. Yeah, me neither. So, so we can't speak to Monterey, but but yeah, so. We talked about the watch beta last week or last time we got together and Mm -hmm. the update, I think it was this last week fixed, uh, the issues that I was having with the watch. So nice. So everything's running just fine now. So I'm really happy with that. I was going to, that's, that's better than the, uh, the alternative, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is regression. So that's good. Mm -hmm. No, it fixed the, the issue with, uh, the, the persistent uh, drop down for the accessibility features that I was using and stuff like that. I did turn those off uh, temporarily, so that might be part of the fix. But it what it didn't fix when I turned it off. It fixed when the update rolled out uh, this last week. So, or not this last one, but the week but week before, because I don't think my mm-hmm. watch is actually updated from this week's update yet. So, but but yeah, so that's been fixed. Um, can we talk about the the percentage in the battery icon? Yeah, how do you a, feel about this? There's been a lot of talk about this on podcasts over the yeah. last couple of weeks. People need to chill out. I don't think it's that big a deal. No, I like it. Yeah. I If there was one change that I would like to see, I do kind of agree with some of these people that are saying that the battery itself doesn't show progress. It's just the number. I think you could do a... Um, you could do the battery icon where as the, the battery is draining the, it's going from white to like the transparent background or black, and then just change the number behind it or the numbers that's sitting on top of it, like a blend, um, as it's going over. But, uh, but that's the only change that I, that I would be curious to see them do. Here's, here's what I got to say to people that are complaining about that. If you want to see the progress of the battery go down, Use the progress of the battery mode. Don't use yeah. the number mode. Yeah, like, just turn it's off the percentage. Mm-hmm. I like. I don't understand because I, I I personally don't think there's a good way to show progress and numbers at the same time in an icon that small. Because your numbers would be different colors, or like you know, if you're like at like eighty two percent, your two is going to be like a third black and a two thirds white. Like, there's not a clean way to do it in mm-hmm. something that small. Yeah. If it were bigger, then you could just, you know, plant the number in whichever side is, you know, colored or blank is bigger. And you know what I mean? And it would still look funny because it would be off centered. But I just if you want to see progress, use that one. If you want to see the number, use the number. 
So there's Calm a, down. It's just a battery icon. Yeah. So there's a couple things to unpack here too. Uh, number one, I'm using the Pro Max. You've got the Pro, right? Mm-hmm. And so theoretically, I would assume that my battery icon's a little bit bigger than yours. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't. It's not like an inch bigger. No, no. But as I'm looking at it right now, if the progress was running through the battery and let's say it was at 50 percent mm-hmm. and the five was um, black on white and the zero was white on black, like to- would totally be readable on my phone. Yeah, but it's when you're mid number, right? Like when you're like at 78 percent, you're going to be somewhere in that eight. No, I, I don't have a problem with the way it is now. I just, you know, as far as looking at, like, is there a way to improve this to make it look better? And I'm assuming that they tried this and just decided they didn't like the way it looked. So, you know, I'm good with that. Yep. But and then uh, the the oddest comment I heard came from Casey Liss. This I don't know oh if it was gosh. this last week or the week before, but he's like, yeah, it's just it just causes too much stress. He's like, I can't, I can't see that number because once that number, apparently once that number ticks down uh, below like uh, 80 or 90%, he feels anxiety about it. So it's like, just, just turn it off then. And you know, we, we all have, we all have a choice to make. How is that different than seeing the bar go down? I don't know. People are weird. Yeah. I, I guess this, this sort of highlights one thing about. Apple fanboys and girls that annoys me mm-hmm. is how much they love Apple and how much they love to complain about Apple. Yeah. And, you know, I've heard the argument on multiple podcasts. We, we criticize because we love, and you know, like, to a certain extent, it's a battery icon, yeah. the amount of people that I've seen just like, Oh, this is the worst design decision Apple's ever made. I can't believe this made it. It's like it's a battery icon and it's an option. Yeah. It's you have to turn it on. You have to opt in. So don't opt in and stop being a you know what about it. Like it just it it highlights this this subculture in specifically you know, Apple centric podcasts and forums on like, you know, discord or, or uh, Reddit or whatever, where it's just like, let's just crap on everything they do. That isn't perfect. Yeah. And I, I don't understand it. It's dumb. All right. So let me, let me give you, I just thought of this and this might not hold up super well, but um, it is one argument for the Apple community being a little bit pickier than say the Windows community is. If you're on Windows, you can probably download something that'll that'll change whatever it is that you've got an issue with. You know, where with Apple or you just buy something else, you know, that's that's not Apple or um that is a Windows machine that you that you don't like. You've got lots of options, you've got lots of, you know, and Android's the same way. You know, you've got a lot of customizability that you can do. You have access to like rooting the phones stuff like that so you you can you if you really hate it that much you can do something about it with apple you can't really do much about it if you don't like something that they're doing you know because really jailbreaking the phones isn't really worth it anymore in my my estimation and it's and it's harder now than it used to be so 
to me, like, it's just, you know, it's just not a thing. You're, you're stuck with whatever Apple or whatever decisions Apple makes. So, you know, if you don't like the decision, yeah, I mean, yeah, you complain about the things that you love, uh, because you care so passionately about them and you don't like it when things change in a way that you don't like. But, uh, but at the same, in the same breath, like there's not, there isn't always a lot you can do about it, you know? So in this case, you have a choice between a progress bar or a percentage. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think some people, you know, some people I've heard want some kind of hybrid approach to that. Um, but like I said, Apple probably tried that. It probably looked terrible. And, you know, we, we can think we would like that, but if they gave us the option to do a hybrid mode on that, we might, we might hate it too when nobody would use it, you know? So there's a little bit of trust we got to put in the engineers at Apple that they know what they're doing and the designers. Right. I agree with that. And there's like, and there's gradations to this, right? When people were pissed and complaining about that crappy keyboard, Mm-hmm. That was justified because oh, you have to have a keyboard mm-hmm. and if it doesn't work or is unreliable or breaks easily, that's a legit thing to criticize and be upset about. And it's I not ha- that. Story. <laughs> and I have one of them right here. Yeah, there it is. So, and I totally so understand what I want you and listeners to understand is I'm not saying that all criticism of Apple products by fanboys and girls is unfounded. What I'm saying is, is that there is a trend to take that from legitimate issues like the keyboard mm-hmm. or like when they forgot about the Mac for five years, right? Yeah. Compared to something that you have to opt into to even see. And it's the same level of uh, viciousness almost. Just don't use it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that that's more of where I'm at. Like, I, I agree if we love things and we want them to be the best that they can be, but it's not out of our control. We may take to the forums or to podcasts or to comments, you know, to be like, Hey, Apple, come on, remember the Mac, fix the keyboard, you know, but there's gotta be some maturity and some balance in that when they change a battery icon or like when they change the widgets and people lost their minds because they were in inter- and I would, you know, like I want interactive ones, but these are better than the old widgets. It, like, and this is all iterative, right? So like everyone calm down mm-hmm. and if you want full customization, go to the other side, get an Android, like yeah. get a windows PC. You have options. No one's forcing you to use Apple products. And if you want your cake and eat it too, then invent a new platform Mm -hmm. because you only have so many options and we already know how Apple's going to choose to run theirs. Man, I'm excited today. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's Friday. It's finally Friday. Are you not working today? I am. Yeah. I started early so I could do this. Oh, right on. Yeah. I started an hour early so I could do this and then, you know, still get my time in, be a good boy. Right on. So there is a a small subject. Hopefully it's going to be a small subject. Maybe it'll end up being a big subject um, that has been on my mind this last week. So my, my pastor and I kind of go back and forth on windows and PC. And this last week, he, he makes the comment to me that 
he can't wait to replace the iMac that's in our sound booth so that people can use a normal computer. <laughs> now, I would laugh and think that was funny, but he's serious. I didn't, like, oh, I know. And that seems a bit passive aggressive, sir. Uh-huh. Oh, I, yeah. No, I totally took it that way, too. And he, he and I didn't talk much after that. But here, here's what I'm trying to get at. Like, I don't understand this religious war that like years ago totally there was a there was a religious war between um windows and pc i'm sorry windows and mac or mac and pc mm-hmm. um the justin long commercials the justin long commercials ah. for sure like that mm-hmm. that was a big deal back then um i had i have a friend that uh that you know for the longest time he just hated people that that ran apple apple machines macs or whatever and because they were so stuck up and snooty and, and like, well, I mean, he's not wrong about that. And it was a thing back then, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, I totally get it. Um, it's totally been normalized now. It's not, you know, lots of people own Macs now that aren't, you know, buying them because of some, some kind of snootiness or feeling like they're better than everybody else. They're buying them because they like the way they operate better than windows machines. Or they're a designer and they had they have access to better programs or they 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 work better or they get more done on them. Quite honestly, the reason I moved to a Mac is because I was running Windows Vista and I hated it. I'm sorry, six months in, I lost all audio on my machine. I <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't play music on my machine. I couldn't record anything into the machine. I nothing worked. The sound card was dead on the motherboard. And so I had to go out and buy a stupid little USB dongle um to plug into the back of the machine so that I could actually run audio out and in uh through that. I didn't I wasn't going to buy a, another sound card, but this thing was like maybe 15 bucks and I was able to buy it and it solved my problem. But uh but yeah, and then I felt like with that machine and the Windows machines I had before that. Now, understand, you know, you and I are probably not normal cases when it comes to uh, computer users. We beat on our machines a lot. We do a lot with these machines. And so we, Mm -hmm. you know, we want to get stuff done on these machines. And when I would run a Windows machine and I would spend what felt like more time fixing the machines, fixing issues, figuring out what that stupid DLL error was that I, that I was kept coming up every time I rebooted the machine and trying to, trying to fix all these issues that I was having with it and coming to the conclusion at some points that, you know what, I guess that machine just doesn't do that anymore. Um, I, I decided that, you know what, I don't have much to lose switching to window or to Mac. And when I switched over to Mac, Oh my gosh, I can get my work done now. Like the machine doesn't get in my way. And it is it was so refreshing. Now I understand that Windows has gotten better, you know, and then solved some of those issues and has not so bad, but when you go to school for IT, you don't spend a whole lot of time on Mac, but you spend a ton of time on Windows. And part of that is because, you know, the people that you're supporting typically run a lot of Windows machines. But it's also there's a lot more to know and there's a lot more to have to deal with because you're not dealing with 
um, the hardware that the that the uh, the creators of the software are not making the hardware on that on that side on the Windows side. So you have a lot more complications that you have to deal with. Where on the on the Mac, it all it's all built to to work together, and so there's a smoothness and a and not to say that we don't have issues. I mean, good gravy, my my laptop is a mess. You know, and but it's mostly because this laptop's like six years old, you know, and so it's it's due to be replaced. Uh, my battery is ba- barely like I I can run my computer on the battery for about ten minutes, and then it's done. And I'm not going to take a six year old Mac into the the Apple Store to have a battery replaced. You know, it's I'm going to replace the unit when I can afford to. So. But the iMac that I've got sitting in front of me runs solid. I come down, I fire it up, I, you know, I do what I need to do and I shut it down and walk away. And it, and I'm not spending time going, oh, shoot, why does this audio thing not work? Or why, why is this error keep popping up? Or, you know, I, the complexity isn't there. So that's my rant about this. <laughs> but but I I wish that it wasn't, I wish that we could get past this as computer users. This whole idea of, well, the stuff that I use is so much better than yours, you know, and I know there's still people that do this, but I wish we could get past that because you know what? They're freaking computers, you know? Yeah. But you've met people, right? Oh no. I, I know a lot of people (laughs) and I know how petty people can be. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah. Add it to the list, man. Add it to the list. I had I had to uh I had to get that off my chest this morning. So did you have anything to add? Uh no. Not really. All right. Well we're gonna do something fun this morning, so we're doing the city name game. The what? The city name game. The city name game. Yeah, there seems like there should should be a a theme song Mm -hmm. for this. But uh, this is something that that crossed my mind recently. And I thought, you know, this might be fun. You agreed, apparently, because you agreed to do this. So how many how many city names did you come up with? I have 12, but we don't have to do all of them. Okay, if you have fewer, I have 10. But so, okay. so I I grew up do 10 then. I grew up in Wisconsin and you grew up in Michigan. And I, yes. So plenty of fun Northern names. Yep. So a lot of the names in, in Wisconsin and, and not all of them on the list are this way, but a lot of the names in Wisconsin come from French origin or they are, they come from, um, um, native American origin. So the Native mm-hmm. American origin ones are the fun ones. So I have quite a few of those on the list. So this is going to be fun today. But uh, I think there's one in here that should be relatively easy. Uh, if you know any Wisconsin towns, and a couple of them are, are, are big enough cities that I would assume you've probably heard of them before. There's one in here that I think I probably said the name on the air before. But there's a couple of them in here. There's one in particular that I'm saving for last that I... I don't know how you're going to figure out how to pronounce this name because this is going to be, this is going to be a lot of fun. So we are, we're going to go through this list 
Um, we're gonna we're gonna quiz each other. Uh, we got to figure out how we're going to uh, how we're going to show um, the the list of names to to the other person. Do we want to put them try to put them in the show doc, or do we want to text them to each other? What do you want to do? I think it'd be better to type them in the show doc, okay. but like as we go through, so you don't. Oh have no, we're time not gonna to like spy. No, I'm not. I'm totally not going to. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to add a table to this uh, show doc. This is going to make for really good radio. So hold on here. Currently, uh, Mitch is in our numbers document adding a new table so that okay. we can type our names of our fun cities in. So we will have. I'm going to give this one more. I'm going to make this. Mitch and Cam. And then uh, we'll go down the list. Which two? Okay. Um, you just you see it in there, right? Yep. I'm just a uh, better title than the table. Um, city name. City name game. Right. Cities have names, and we're playing a game. It's the city name game. All right. So I might have I to think do. That was my best jingle so far. We might have to do a little bit of editing, because uh, we're going to be typing these out here. So we'll see what happens, but. Maybe we'll just make you make y'all suffer through us typing these <laughs> typing these out as we go. I need to yeah. make this bigger. So we well, because we're gonna have to spell them out. So, yeah. are you are you gonna put your city in first? Um, that I thought that would be all right if if you're good with it. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I, I, just, I can copy. I want and paste you to know. It. I want you to know. I'm I'm going for the jugular here, Mitch. I want to win this. Okay. All right. So we'll. This is this is still going to be fun. I gave you I gave you a few of them that you should be able to figure out, but there's some interesting ones in there that I would be surprised if you if you got them. So hold on, I want to change the text size here because I'm old. And so like to be text. fair, Mitch gave me Mitch gave me the origin languages of most, uh, and not to be surprised, uh, Michigan has a lot of French influence as well uh, in most of their city names. So I will give you that, but there's also a few that are not French in any regard. So keep that in mind. And those should be fairly obvious that they're not French. Okay. Well, and I, and I will say that hopefully my, I've always been pretty good at pronouncing like names, um, ba based on my, my, uh, radio schooling, because I've learned little tricks about how to pronounce different, uh, different, um, names, but at the same time. I, I'm sure there's going to be someone that are going to trip me up in here. So uh, let's go ahead and let me get, give you the first one here. And th there is a chance that you've seen this one before. And of course I put it in, uh, in obsidian. So as I go into copy and paste it, I have to uh, adjust for the markdown. So there's the first one. <laughs> A S H W A U B E N O N. Uh, can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> no, I can't because then I'd have to pronounce it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Ashwabanon. You know, I'm going to give you that one. Uh, we, Is it we pronounce a the, Schwabanon? It's a Schwabanon. Um, but okay. if you look at the pronunciation of it, they, they make it look like Ash. 
Um, we mm-hmm. we say we say the a a little bit uh, a little bit shorter as Ash, Ashwabanon. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that one. So I think I think that's fair. I'm a pirate, a Schwabin on a ship. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I might hate you just a little bit for that one. All right. Uh, come on, dude. <laughs> that was good. Right. That was good. All right. All right. There you go. C H R or C H A R L E V O I X. All right. So. I definitely see the French influence in this one. So I'm, I'm going to say uh-huh. that, that that last part of the word is definitely pronounced vo. It is not voix as, as it looks. Uh, so we're going to go with that. Now it's really the first part is, is it a, a harder ch sound or is it a sh sound? <laughs> so I would go with Charlevoix. Oh man, you're close. Yep. Charlevoix. Charlevoix. Okay. Yeah. Charlevoix. All right. I wouldn't give that to me. So we'll go give that a big red stamp. Good old Charlevoix, Michigan. It's up, it's up here in the, uh, the Northern part. Okay. Right on. I hope you don't have Traverse, Michigan in there. No, it's not on the list. That's too easy. Yeah. So this one I think is the easy one on the list. But it could be it could trip you up if you haven't uh if you haven't um heard the name pronounced before. So it's B A R A B O O. And that this says actually yeah, it's just a little ways from here. So say it again. Baraboo, Wisconsin. Yes, it is Baraboo. That's a fun one. Yeah. Oh, I gotta decide which green I'm doing. Baraboo, Baraboo, can you do the fandango? Oh. Okay, my turn, right? Charlevoix. I got the show right. That's uh-huh. Yeah. I think that was probably the harder part. All right. C H A R L O T T E. Of course, the first thing you think is Charlotte. But uh but i I'm figuring because this is on the list, it's not pronounced Charlotte. Mm, so this is the thing, Mitch. Am I am I using reverse psychology? Am I trying to mess with you by giving you something that seems too easy? I don't know. You've got to you've got to figure it out. I'm gonna go with Charlotte. Dang it! Did I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that second part of the word is a little bit shorter, so I, I it's it's not a full Charlotte. 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 Man. Impressive. Well done. All right. This one's got a lot of stuff in it that's gonna that could trip you up. So this is one that any any Wisconsinite knows the name this name. So I'm interested to see if Ooh. you if you can pronounce this. It the uh, spelling on it is B O S C O B E L. There's a lot of ways to go with this one. Oh, there is definitely. Those O's are tricky. I'm going to go with Bascobble. That is actually pronounced Boscobel. Ah, I had it. I had the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Oh, wow. (laughs) You didn't buzz yourself on (laughs) Charlevoix. That's true. That's true. 
Uh, because it's it more again. fun when I buzz you. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> say it one more time. Uh, Boscobel. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to go with that one. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good good choice, Mitch. No, those then. those those O's are tricky. That's for sure. I still don't know how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> so the let me see if I can uh paste the pronunciation and into uh so you can you can see this. I'm sending this through to the text. Boss Cobell. Boss Cobell. Mm-hmm. All right. Up next for you, sir. D O W A G I A C. So the first thing is to figure out how this the syllables are are split up here. And I'm thinking that it's that it's a wheels are turning i think we're i think we're going uh four syllables on this and i think it's split up the first four letters are two syllables so dewagiak uh i'm gonna need you to hit that buzzer To be fair, that's how I thought this town was pronounced until yeah. I did my research. Yeah. <laughs> I drive by it. Anytime I go back to my parents' house, I drive right by it. It's pronounced Dewajak. Dewajak. Okay. Three syllables. Yeah. That G-I-A-C at the end there mm-hmm. is is the, the, the tough part. Yeah. Dewajak. I always pronounced so, it phonetically Dewajak, but yeah, it's so Dewajak. Three syllables. Dewajak. Yep. All right. Next one. I think you should get this one. Um, but for people who are not familiar with Midwest town names, this is a tough one. So I will throw this one in there. Oh, yes, I know. It's Eau Claire. Eau Claire, yep. Is this the French? Yeah, the, the tricky bit Which, is that is that it's E-A-U space C-L-A-I-R-E. So you have you have to know that that O. Eau Claire. Mm-hmm. Well, to Here, be fair, hold on, hold on. I want to be fair. There you go. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, I took four and a half years of French in middle school and high school, so mm-hmm. I'm. I sh- hopefully am not going to get tricked by a French one now that I've said that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know that I've I got. Have, I don't think. Mm, I'm not sure if that's uh, French. I don't know that I have a lot of French ones left on the list here, so. Oh, that is good, huh? All right. You do not like the French ones. G-R-A-T-I-O-T. That's... I I can see how those syllables are split up in this one. <clears throat> um presumably. So I'm going to say gradiat or gratiat. Incorrect. Uh, 
you ready for uh, some butchered French here? Go ahead. <laughs> Grash it. Grash it. Oh, that's part of that word. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Grash it. Michigan. Yeah, it's it's just absolutely butchered French. Yeah, that is. All right. This one. So is... for those for those not keeping score at home, uh, I All have right. three, which has one. Correct. But hey, there's seven more, six more to go. So this mm. could this could turn quickly. I feel like Mitch is backloading his. He's he's setting up me for a false sense of security, and he's going to come nail me with like an eight syllable Native American town. Oh no, the last one, the last one is definitely one you're not going to get. So, oh, challenge accepted. <clears throat> um, so this is, is a that... four letter word. It's I O L A. Okay, so we've got a couple options here: Eola, Iola, Isla, Eola. Eola. Uh, I'm just going to say Eola. So close. You actually said the right one in, in your list uh, there. Which one was it's, it? It's Iola. 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 Okay. Like like your eye, you see with your eye, Ola. Yes. Yep. All right. Got that one. Hold wrong. on. There we go. <laughs> That's so satisfying. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. All right. Your All turn. right. Well, Oops. So so the score is still three to one. Uh you're in the lead. So you've pulled out some good right. ones here. H A M T R A M C K. I'll give you a hint. This one is not French. <laughs> oh, I was definitely could tell there was no French in this. Now, the trouble is here, is there any s- silent letters in this? And that's <laughs> the two M's. This one, like, this town is actually like uh, not very far from where I grew up. So I know how to say this one because I grew up by it. I'm going to go with Hamtramck. Say that one more time. Hamtramck. Is it Hamtramck? So clo- no, it's <laughs> Hamtramck. Hamtramck. Ah. There's an invisible I after the, uh, before the C. Hamtramck. No, the, see, I kind of got that. I was, I was, uh, the, the mech on the end was, was not really throwing me. It was the two A's. And I think I actually pronounced them differently. Where I should have went with ham tram instead of ham tram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you said ham tramak. Ham tramak. You can I get said some ham, really good ham tramak first. And then mm-hmm. you kind of were like, oh, I was like, ham tramak. Like, so I just went the <laughs> wrong way with it. I should have gone ham tramak. So yeah, you can get some really good <clears throat> punchkis there. I feel like I'm, I should have done more research and found some worse ones than I did. Well, but to be fair, would you have guessed that I was going to do Michigan cities and not Illinois ones? This is true. I, I would, I'm not, I'm talking about Wisconsin names that I should have come up oh, with that gotcha. were better. Yeah. But, uh, anyway. All right. The, uh, the word there, the name is a K A U K A N A. 
All these vowels, man. Mm-hmm. We love our vowels on our city names here. So the question is, is the U, how hard is that? Is it cow or caw? Co? Cana, canna, cana, cana, no. I should totally have the Jeopardy theme queued up. Well, so here's what I'm thinking, right? So you got, you got to figure out the U and then you got to figure out the double A at the end. Is it canna, cana? Kana, you know, obviously, like, uh, Kana. I'm gonna go with that. Kana. So you're close, but here's the thing this word, hold on. All right. So this word, uh, <laughs> that, that A after the second K is actually pronounced the same way as the AU. So it's Kakana. And I said Kaukana. Oh, what did I say? You said Kaukana. It's Kaukana. Oh, gosh. So. You were close, though. And and honestly, yeah, these, well, you I, know, a lot of these are picked because they, they don't, they're not pronounced the way they look. So. All right. This next, the this, next one that I have for you, you either know it or you don't. Um. All right, so, so this is I think this is M A M A C K I N A C. Oh, that's Mackinac. Nope. What? It's Mackinac. That's that Mackinac? <laughs> uh -huh. Oh no, Mackinac you're right. Island. Mackinac Island. Mm -hmm. Dang it! The I knew that one so too. Dang good. it! Ugh. You were so confident. Oh, that's Mackinac. <laughs> oh, dang it! Mackinac. No, I see, I and I knew that, and I got, I let my overconfidence uh, override my uh, my thought process there. Now this next one, I have to check because I think uh, where I copied this from, um, spelt it wrong. So let, give me just one second here to double check this. All right. Well. Uh, it's, it's been three rounds since one of us got one, right? So someone needs to, yeah, they spelt it wrong. So let me, let me fix this here real quick and then I'll copy and paste it into the document. They missed an O in this, which is probably when you see how many O's are in it, you will, uh, you'll realize why they missed one. O. So, all right. There it is. O C O N O M O W O C. They left out the last O in the word, is so I had to edit that back in. Oh my! These syllables, man, or I mean the vowels. Economowak. So Say it again. Economowak. One more time. Oconomowoc. So you said Oconomowoc? It's Is it Oconomowoc? Oh my. <laughs> ah! Come on. Oh, missed, missed it by, by a letter. All right. I missed it by. Oh. 
Okay. See, that's the tricky thing about some of these these uh, these ones with all, all the vowels in them is they're not always pronounced all the same. So if you think about Oconomowoc, Oconomowoc. So two of them are pronounced long, and the other three are pronounced as short O's. So they're it's just goofy. Anyway, you're still up three to two, three to one here. So. I know, but I hate missing them by like just a little <laughs> bit. It's like it's like in a sporting event. You know, if I lose by like less than one score, I'm more angry than if I get blown out. Yeah. Because at least if you get blown out, you know, you didn't have a chance. The other yeah. team was just better. You lose by like, you know, in football, you lose by like four points or two points or a point. It's yeah. You, fury. you had the because like, you had a here's shot. The list of all the, yeah. Here's the list of all the things that I could have done differently to win the game. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I'm off from O to A, uh, it's mm-hmm. infuriating. <laughs> yeah. All right, what's the what's the next name? Uh, all right, I need to calm down. Getting in my head. I feel like I've been nicer to you here than than you've been to me. Oh man, there's huh? a there's an obvious pronunciation here, but I'm afraid it's not right. M I L A N. Because right away I look at that and I say, oh, that's Milan. But that struck me last time. Um, <laughs> hmm. But then is that the game you're playing? <laughs> <It's sad>. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> there's a few different ways I could go here. Because it could be Milan. Millen. It could be Milan. Um, there could be extra letters in there that aren't there. So (laughs) (laughs) we've already established that's an entire possibility. (laughs) Yes. Uh, You know, I'm just going to pick one and go with it because I'm probably not going to get it right anyway. But let's go with Milan. Remember how angry I was last time? Yeah. You're about to be that angry too. <laughs> it's not Mylan, it's my land. My land? Mm. <laughs> my land. I'll buzz myself. <clears throat> All right. Well, at least I'm consistent. All right. Man, I'm, I'm going to be seriously impressed if you get this one. All right. Well, prepare to be disappointed. I'm saying, are you saying that to yourself or what are we doing here? To you. So, V-I-R-O-Q-U-O. This, this sounds like a medication. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for, for mild to severe, whatever side effects include. Growing a third leg, <laughs> losing all your hair. The people in this town might have that problem. I don't know. Well, it's like it's like medium to se- medium to severe headaches. <laughs> Side effects include cancer, bleeding, death, <laughs> the occasional stroke, all things worse than what we're trying to solve. But hey, you need Viroquo. <laughs> Is that what you're going with? I don't know. You laughed. So maybe I shouldn't. (laughs) I'm not giving anything away. 
I'm going to go with Viroquo. It is Viroqua. Viroqua? Viroqua. Yeah, that wasn't on my list. See, I'm not even mad about it. That's a, that's a, I wasn't even in the ballpark. I'll take the loss on that one and not be mad about it. Viroqua? What was it again? Viroqua. Viroqua, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not taking that medication. All right. I give me just one second because I'm I'm calling an audible because I there is one in here that I left in here that's way too easy and you're way too far ahead right now to let this. Go. <laughs> <clears throat> so, all right, Mitch. Yeah, I got a good one here. So, you've got three chances left. You got to run the table to win, and that means I got to get the last two wrong. This is S A U L T space s-t-e space m-a-r-i-e so i am really sure that i know how to pronounce this i think this is sue saint marie oh he got it sue saint marie i've I've seen that one before so well done such a such a poetic rhythm to that one sue saint marie I don't know why. Oh gosh. I don't know why it pasted in like that. All right, so it's now 3 to 2. There are two rounds remaining. I have to get Is it gray on black to you? Yes. Yeah, I don't know how to I can make the letters black but then you wouldn't be able to read it. But I so, can't I can't figure out how to do the change the background to that. Three to two, I'm in the lead. If Mitch runs the table and I get the next two wrong, he wins four to three. This could be an epic seven game seven win for Mitch if I if I choke here. He's already told me I'm not getting the last one. So I have to get this one correct. And this looks incredibly Polish. P-O-N-I-A-T-O-W-S-K-I. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit, I'm not sure I can pronounce this. <laughs> well, then I don't think it's allowed in the game. I think you're wrong. <clears throat> well, how do I, if you can't pronounce it, how are you going to tell me if it's right or not? Because mm-hmm. I have the pronunciation in front of me, so I definitely know if you're wrong. So the two that I'm going, that I'm debating between are Poniatowski and Paniatowski. Although it's Polish, so there could be a whole sounds in here that aren't written. Crap. Uh, Paniatowski. 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 Do that again? Paniatowski, I think. Paniatowski. Yeah, that last the last two syllables are like the last seven letters. Finiatowski. Finiatowski. Yeah. All right. I got that one wrong. Man, I started out 
strong and i have faded down the stretch this is uh i'm not even gonna buzz you for that because i don't know how i would have been able to pronounce it man one of my guesses was close but yeah no the the one that what i had here was wausau and i'm like there's no way oh i would have nailed wausau yeah Yeah. (laughs) so i I gotta call an audible on this one do a little bit more research I'm just going to make one up. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> You're not allowed to make one up. Uh, I'll have it incorporated before the show goes live. I'll get paperwork. <laughs> all right, Mitch. This is another one I drive by all the time on my way back to see my parents. W A T E R V L I E T. It looks like water vlet. Um, hmm. I because that sounds just totally ridiculous, and because it's probably <laughs> French. Oh, it's definitely French. Um, I'm guessing that last T is not pronounced hard or it's silent altogether. I would go with Watirvle. You're going to have to hit that buzzer, Mitch. Mm. All right. So every time I drive by this, I always go, ooh, Watirvle. How fancy, right? <laughs> but what have we learned about people in Michigan? They butcher their French. Uh, it's water vleet. Water so your vleet. first guess was your first guess was really close. I thought you might get it. Water vleet. Water, water vleet. vleet. Okay. But I think Watervlier is much more whimsical. Mm-hmm. I like it. I think that's what it should be. Mm-hmm. Sounds very fancy. All right. Time to copy and paste one. Oh, Lord. I'm going to be so right, surprised so- if you even come close <laughs> to this one. So you ready? It's three to two. It's three to two last round. So at, if I get this wrong and Mitch gets his right, we tie. If I get this right, I win. Yep. Game is on oh, the you, don't line. Even, you don't even have to get this one right. Just as long as I get the next one wrong. Right. But I'm wrong. saying I can cement mm-hmm. it here. Like I okay. can. It's three to two right now. And we've got one left each. Uh, okay. So this is W E Y A U. W E G A. Yep. Oh, man. Okay. So first, first pass is Wayawega, which just sounds fun. Mm-hmm. But it could be Wega. Could be the end. It could be Weawega, Weawega, Weawega. Ah. Oh my gosh! This is you in. The Native Americans and their their blessed use of vowels. I don't know. I think I've already said it because Mitch is trying to hide a smile. Either that or I'm so far off he's trying not to laugh. I can't tell. I'm going to go with Wee Owega. 
So I, I was laugh. I was smiling a little bit because one of the times you pronounced it, you pronounced everything but the first syllable correctly. It's Wyawiga. Oh, so close. Wyawiga? Mm-hmm. Ah! So, Wyawiga. Oh, man. <sighs> like, why did I pick this one? Because it's hard. Because you Wyawiga. want to torture me. That's why. Mm-hmm. Well, that's part of what this podcast is about. We torture each other. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Look at of... look at some of the names you picked. <laughs> uh, Man, I should right. I should have gotten Mackinac. Dang it! Stupid. Yeah, that's. So the last one that I picked is Y P S I L A N T I. Well, I, I'm either going to get it or I'm not. So I'm just going to shoot for it because, <laughs> well, I, mean, because I know yes. <laughs> because I because I know what. So the first part of that word uh, reminds me of a Greek letter, Ypsilon. And so what I'm what I'm tempted to say is Ypsilante. Um, so I'm going to go with Ypsilante. Say it one more time. Ypsilante. It's Ypsilanti. 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 That was close. You were very close. Very you close. said Ypsilon. I was like, oh no, I forgot he knew Greek. Ypsilanti. <laughs> <laughs> Ypsilanti. Ypsilanti. And Ypsilani. it's right next to Ann Arbor where, so Ann Arbor is where University of Michigan is. Ypsilanti is mm-hmm. right next door and that's where Eastern Michigan University is. All right. And it always, it made me chuckle because there was one time they were doing a, uh, Mike Tirico, who's from Detroit, was doing a Michigan game on ESPN. And he's like, from Ann Arbor to Ypsilanti and everywhere in between, folks in Michigan are ready for the game. And I'm like, I get the whole like A to Y thing, but you know, and everyone from Michigan knows, they're border towns. <laughs> it was <laughs> like, he was playing the alphabet game, knowing full well that the cities literally are right next to each other. Yeah. It made me chuckle. No. I was like, what a, what a broadcaster move. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. Uh, All so right. that's, that's the city name game. Congratulations, um, man. I, sh- I should have done a little bit more research and come up with some harder ones. Yeah. Cause the ones that you gave me were so easy. Yeah. Well, so, like, well here's Baraboo the, and Eau Claire. I was really just hoping okay, that I'd yeah. trip you up and I, with uh, with some of the the French and you know I could hear somebody saying Baraboo, and actually I think I heard it pronounced that way on a on a TV show just recently. They were pronouncing it incorrectly, but uh, but let's be let's it's hard. Let's be honest. I won three to two, but I missed seven, and you missed. This was more of a war of attrition or a moral victory than, yeah. than an actual one. We both stunk it up. And quite honestly, <laughs> if I would have taken a couple of minutes to look at uh, Mackinac, I would have come up with the correct pronunciation of that. But I, yeah, you jumped I was, that one. I was fast. way too way too certain that I knew, and uh, you know that, that was one of those little. Uh, I should have I should have had a little bit more humility and uh, taken my time with that a little bit more. All right. Well, it was a close fought battle. That was much like watching the Lions play Thanksgiving football. Yep. And it was it was I, something. I was the Lions this time. So <laughs> I think we both were, frankly. <laughs> so no, this turned out the way that I wanted it to. It was, you know, a lot of mispronunciations. Way a week ago. Come so on. 
Wyoiga. Uh, see, I can't even get it right still. <laughs> you got to think, why did I, why did they name this town this way? Wyoiga. <sighs> so anyway, that was fun. I'm exhausted now. That, that time cannot be right. We've been doing this for an hour already. Good gravy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's uh, get uh, what's delighting us this week. We'll get that done, and then we'll get out and let you get back to work. What's delighting you today, Cam? <laughs> uh, my guitar. All right. I have. So I started playing 20 years ago, which is incredibly difficult to wrap my head around. Mm-hmm. I was 15 when I, when I started teaching myself. Um, I'm now 35. Um, that's the math. And, uh, I used to play all the time and was actually fairly decent. Might even say above average, uh, when I was playing every day, you know, and just practicing and practicing and practicing and practicing. Um, but as the saying goes, if you don't use it, you lose it. Um, and I got to the point where I was just focusing on other things, uh, you know, not really playing guitar at church, playing bass instead, because that's where we need people. Um, and so was focused on that other things and just really haven't been playing my guitar a whole lot, uh, or as much as I would like to, I mean, I still pick it up, you know, a couple of times a week and just noodle for a few minutes, but like, it's the point where like, I would get frustrated because in my mind, I was still a good guitar player, but my hands were just like, no, nope, don't know how to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so I've been um, this past week spending a lot more time um, playing my guitar and singing along and, you know, learning new songs. And um, I'm I'm rediscovering how much fun it is just to make noise and to, you know, even if it's not as good as I used to be, um, I'm letting myself be okay with the fact that I need to relearn or regain, you know, some of the skills that I had 10 years ago when I was playing all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly like improvisational stuff. Like I, if, if I had to solo right now, it would sound like someone who hasn't done it in 10 years, i.e. real bad. Uh, and so like just even last night I came to the office for an hour and I just sat down with the guitar and I just played for an hour and learned a couple songs. Um, and it was really fun, you know, and that's a much better use of my time than watching the TV show. Um, not that I don't watch TV. I do. But, um, you know, guitar is something that captivated me when I was a teenager. Uh, and I'm starting to rediscover the enjoyment of just making music. And if it's bad, it's bad, but I'm still making it. And I will get to the point where... I'm less frustrated uh, and more just able to play what I hear. Um, And I'm excited to get to that point. I know it's going to take time, um, but I've been there before, so I know I can get back. Uh, So it's just, you know, it is something that I am rediscovering a, a, a desire and enjoyment of that's Mm -hmm. just fun. Very cool. What about you, man? What's what's delaying you? So I posted this on Twitter a couple of times in the last uh, in the last 
couple of weeks because I'm, I was oddly really satisfied with this. So, um, I think as we, as we get older, like we, we grew up with a lot of different kinds of music and, um, and there's certain albums that kind of really hit us in that sweet spot that, that it's really enjoyable to, uh, to listen to. And when I was in Hanson's first album, for example, uh, <laughs> okay, if we're going to go that route, I got to tell a story. Um, so when oh, I was, no. <laughs> when I was in college, when I was in college, uh, my second, se- my second semester at, uh, at, um, North central university, I had a roommate who was a DJ and he had his DJ equipment set up in our room. It was, we had a fairly large room for the four of us guys. And he had his DJ equipment set up on one side of the room. And every Saturday morning, he woke me up to Umbop, and I wanted to kill him. <laughs> he was oh, such God a jerk. Him. I almost threw him oh, out the window. God, that's <clears throat> incredible. But in 1995, um, I, you know, I think it was 90, the summer of 93 or 94, I got a chance to see these, to see a band called the prayer chain in concert. Uh, and, and I really, I really dug their music and they, this arguably is the album that killed their, their, uh, their, um, popularity in the Christian market. But, um, but it's one of my favorite albums from that time. And they've been slowly remastering and re-releasing their albums on, uh, on Apple music and Spotify and for streaming. And they finally released Mercury, which is a, they touted it as a concept album, uh, at the time. And what I would say, I, I don't know if I would agree with that necessarily, it is very different from the the stuff that they did on their first two albums where it was more like the um kind of like agro rock alternative i'm i'm not really sure how to uh how to define their music it was definitely in 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 the little bit heavier but yet still alternative area um but this album they went more psychedelic on um, if you were to enjoy a little bit of, uh, Pink Floyd, but, but were would appreciate harder, like a little bit heavier guitar, um, a little bit, uh, oh, more distortion, more, uh, more feedback in the music, that sort of stuff. It was, it was very much, they painted this very abstract, um, landscape for, for their music and, and I really enjoyed this album, but like I said, it's kind of the album that killed them uh, as a as a band in the Christian market. Partly because number one, the music was so weird; um, it was so odd for for what was available at the time that I think it just like people just didn't appreciate it for what it was. But secondly, there was all this controversy around track nine on the album called "Bendy Line." that was basically the song of solomon of uh of the album it was talking about um the the love that he had for his wife you know and his his appreciation and the and there's uh a section of the 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 song that isn't explicit but it kind of does what song of solomon does to explain like 
how he appreciates the her skin and her this and that and it's just it and when when the controversy came out there was a there was an interview with uh the lead singer Tim Tabar of uh the the prayer chain and he explained that you know as Christians we shouldn't be afraid to talk about sex we shouldn't be afraid to talk to talk about that because the more we forbid that the more like it has it has it, you know mental effects on us and i and i can't sit here and honestly say that it didn't affect me at times in my life either you know this idea of oh it's evil it's wrong you know you can't you can't do this i think that's a big disservice that we do to our our teenagers but you know in the right context you know it has mm-hmm. to, you know is is where it can be done and that and that's what we're not teaching kids we're teaching kids how evil it is but we're not teaching kids that there is you know a legitimate place for it but anyway so getting back to the album the like i just it's the type of music that just kind of like massages parts of my soul that that need massaging it's just it's just good so um what's delighting me right now is the re-release of the prayer chains album mercury and it is available on apple music it's available on uh on spotify on amazon music uh, now for streaming. So um, if you enjoy that kind of music, I can play a little bit of it for you if you'd like. Um, let's see, probably, oh, what happened here? Probably Sky High is probably my favorite. It's really got that kind of, I don't know, it's got a little bit of a psychedelic feel at times. I swear I saw them do this stuff live, but I I don't remember where. So that kind of gives you a good feel for what the album kind of sounds like. Um, this song in particular, one of the reasons why I really like it is that they're, they're from uh, California and they're talking about the, if you know any of the story behind the Salton Sea on California, this song is, is drawing a parallel between, uh, what happened with the Salton Sea and how the Christian life can be corrupted with, uh, with sin and with us trying to get in the way of it. And it, uh, it's it's got some really it's got a really cool meaning and then it also this song's like nine minutes long and and it uh and it just like really plods along and and uh and just a very satisfying song to listen to this for the second song on the album is probably like i think hum the first song is more of an introduction introduction to the album but this is probably more indicative to their style on their other albums. So it's a little bit more aggressive, a little bit, a uh, little bit heavier. Um, I don't think there's a there's an an artist or there's a musician in the band that isn't amazing. 
So if you like that, their album Shawl is uh, is really good for that. So, but uh, but it's good stuff. I really enjoy that album, and uh, and to have them re-release that so that I can listen to it on streaming was very very pleased me a lot. I got a chance to really listen through the album, and I'll tell you, I'm not usually like a an album listener. You know, some some people will sit down and just <laughs> listen to an album. This is an album I can just sit and listen to from beginning to end and just really enjoy. So cool. So that's what's delighting me. Very nice. Yeah. I will tell you that I have really been enjoying Shane and Shane, some of their stuff recently. I've been listening to a lot of their stuff. I think I have a favorite song of theirs now. And it is. It is. Let me get the the name of it so that uh, I'm not saying, well, you know, the one song that does the thing. Hold on. I've got a playlist set up for them. Yeah, that one song where they sing perfectly and their harmonies are killer. Yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, wait, that's all of them. It's it's the first song on uh, their, uh, what is it, Psalms and... Psalms and Hymns album, uh, Psalm 42, Loudest Praise. I don't know if I know that one. As the deep you haven't heard this one before. Water, so my soul I just love the feel of the song. Have been my father day and night, my only food. Oh, my soul, you feel forgotten. Put your You get oh, sound, Yeah. Their vocal harmonies are so tight and their guitars always sound so big, but you can hear every individual note. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Whoever's uh whoever's mixing their albums is doing an amazing job. But Agreed. I'll have to check that one out after the show. That I've been digging on that. On that. Uh the the album itself is pretty strong. Uh, there's another one. There's another song later on the album that uh, that really hits me in the right place. Uh, Psalms 84, I'm home. Um, but it's good. So, anyway, do you have anything to add for this week? Uh, no. All right. Well, if you're listening to this, you betcha. If you're listening to this uh, this podcast today and you are not subscribed, uh, you can check out innerdialogue.show and we have links to uh, to subscribe, uh, whatever podcast player you're listening to, except for our favorite podcast player, Pocket Casts. But you can certainly search for us in, uh, in Pocket Casts and uh, get, us, get us on there. I will tell you the one thing I really like about Pocket Casts, it's available everywhere. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can use whatever device you want and it's available to you. So, um, but if you use Overcast, you know, we're, we're big fans. We have been big fans of Overcast in the past, uh, Apple podcast, uh, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, you can find us. And if you need a little bit of help, 
innerdialogue.show. Uh, also, uh, if you are looking to get a hold of me, uh, you can check out MitchCraig.online or just hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Mitch Craig. And Cam, where can we find you? Uh, MySpace? <laughs> I got disappointed dad, Mitch. I'm mm-hmm. excited. Uh, no, cambrennan.com. Check them out at cambrennan.com. Cam, it's been fun. Thank you for uh, working around my schedule this weekend. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll get this out the normal time, uh, Sunday night. So, um, so if you enjoy the show, you will, you hopefully got it, uh, on time this week. So very cool. Indeed. Everyone go listen to Hanson. <laughs> Bob for sure. All right. Uh, thanks again, Cam. And, uh, you have a great day, man. You too. See ya. Later.